Hi, I'm Tom Field, Senior Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. I want to welcome you to part of my 2020 vision series where I'm talking with thought leaders about key issues of interest in the year ahead. I'm talking today about election security, and it's my pleasure to be speaking with Elvis Chan. He's a supervisory special agent with the National Security Cyber in the FBI in San Francisco. Elvis, thank you so much for taking time to speak with me today. You're very welcome, Tom. Glad to be here. Well, Elvis, you and I have talked about this topic many times in the past, most recently, I think, early in 2019. But i got to start with, what would you say is the state of election security as we enter 2020? I would like to say the state of election security right now is much better than our posture was in 2016, better was in, than it was in 2018. Uh, but I always see room for improvement. So I think, you know, the good news is we're only in December, so we still have a lot of time. We have 11 months to try to get to where I hope we can be by November. So Elvis, talk to me about what the FBI has done to address this issue, as you say, since 2016. So I think we've done a lot of effort. So I think the things that I can talk about with you is there has been very strong, much stronger interagency coordination around the topic of election security. So I think people can be reassured, like post 9-11, in terms of counterterrorism, the interagency, you know, all of the different U.S. intelligence agencies have coordinated very well. And I, I would like to say that we are on par, if not close to on par with that for election security. The specific things that we've done to address it are really to either establish or strengthen relationships with a lot of the different technology companies, as well as with the state, county, and local level election officials to make sure that there is good two-way communication. Another thing that we have done that I really want to highlight is our Protected Voices Initiative. This is an initiative that's been focused on presidential campaigns, but is really for everyone, where we, uh, on our website, FBI.gov, can provide some really best practices for cybersecurity. So I think you and I in the past have talked significantly about the 2016 election, but what lessons would you say were learned from that, and especially from the 2018 national elections? So I, I think the from the 2016 elections, the one thing we learned was how a hack and dump can be weaponized, right? So hacking uh, different organizations and then dumping either politically sensitive or you know, different types of material in, in order to embarrass or to harm, right? So that was one thing that we really learned from 2016. And the other thing that we learned that led up into 2018 was misinformation campaigns, right? Misinformation campaigns, uh, specifically on social media platforms or other types of foreign inroads into our political process. And I, I think the things that we learned from both of those are now we can be aware of those and, and looking out for them. And, and when I mean we, I mean we as a whole of society, not only the U.S. government, but the social media platforms, the political organizations, and then all of the election infrastructure as well. Elvis, as you said at the top of our conversation here, we're about 11 months out from the next presidential election. What work does the FBI do between now in November on this topic of election security? So there is still a lot of work to be done. I think the American public can be reassured. We've been doing this work, you know, we, we had an after action 
get together and report after 2016. We really built on it. And so the, the type of work that we have been doing, as I mentioned, was trying to make sure that we have clear channels of communication open within the U.S. government with the state, county, and local officials you know, that are in charge of elections, as well as with all of the social media and other technology platforms. So making sure those channels of communication are open, sharing threat indicators where appropriate with all of these different entities, making sure that um, we're also working with our international partners. As you're aware, I mean, we are focused on the 2020 elections in the U.S., but there are elections going on all around the world. So we are liaising with our international partners as they go through their elections. We're providing tips and guidance where we can. We're learning from them as they go through foreign interference campaigns on their own elections. And then the last but not least is the Protected Voices Initiative that I previously mentioned. We're really trying to push that out to all of the presidential campaigns and then also to all of the different political campaigns where they can um, look at all the different types of tips and advice that the FBI can provide in terms of cybersecurity guidance. You know, you make a good point. This really is not just a United States-only issue, is it? No, it's not. It's a, it's a whole-of-society issue. So, Elvis, as you know, uh, with the Network of Information Security Media Group, we do reach government entities, also lots of enterprises and individuals, not just in North America, but around the world. How can these different entities do their part to support the FBI's efforts? So there are really two things that they can do. Number one is see something, say something. And when I mean that, if they see a, a security breach something unusual happening on a social media platform, um, they should report that to the FBI, right? FBI.gov. And then also if it's like misinformation on some sort of media platform or social media platform, they should let that organization know. Well, all of the social media platforms, all of the media organizations that I work with, they have a portal where you can submit complaints and tipper information, right? So that they can take action. The second thing that all of these enterprises and individuals can do is work on your cybersecurity. All of us can improve on our cybersecurity, and I think that will be the, the one thing that if everyone can do, it will help make our elections for next year safer. And I, I want to give one more plug to our Protected Voices initiative. If people go to FBI.gov and then search for Protected Voices, they will see a slew of videos and other types of uh, guidance that will help them secure their own computer networks better. And I hope help them distinguish between what's misinformation and just something that they disagree with. <laughs> yes, I, I agree. And I do want to emphasize, thank you for bringing that up, Tom. The, the FBI, like we, we have two jobs. Number one, protect the American people. Number two, uphold the Constitution. And a very vital piece of that is the First Amendment. So at the end of the day, you know, we in the FBI are not going to do anything to abrogate any American citizen's First Amendment rights, right? However, uh, companies, you know, have different policies. Social media uh, companies have different policies on what they keep up and take down, but they are also looking for things that are inauthentic. It's one thing for an American citizen to, you know, exercise his First Amendment protected free speech. It is a completely other thing for some foreign agent or asset to pretend to be American and you know, like try to influence our political discussion. Well, Elvis, I appreciate the distinction. As always, I appreciate your time and insight. I wish you well in 2020 and look forward to talking to you again in the new year. 
Thank you very much, Tom. Happy holidays to you as well. Again, we've been talking about election security in 2020. I've been speaking with Elvis Chan with the FBI in San Francisco. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.